This episode of the Red Bull Ramp is by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Ramp. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Gwen Rochesco, Clayton John, Chris Adamek, and Maeve Dartinez. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the Shouldn't Have Friends. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 391. We back. We I want back. to say we. I mean America. America back. America. You know so, Before we get into things, I someone wanted to say a little something today. <laughs> yeah, that would be me, Pat. Um, so... Basically, last week during the show, uh, Jay was just talking about uh, uh, the rules for MLS Next, and a listener brought to my attention uh, that it sounds like I said yay in response to the uh, rules. So um, I can, I mean, when he first, when they, they first told me that's what I said, I was like, no, they misheard me. And, but I went back and listened to it, and that is certainly sounds like what I said. Um, so I, I could just say, I'm pretty sure that is not something that, uh, comes out of my mouth in my regular day speech. Um, but I ultimately have, I'm paying more attention to what I say now. Um, I, when I heard it, I was mortified. I was angry with myself. I truly was. Um, and I just want to apologize to anybody who may have been offended by it. Um, I will certainly, uh, make an effort not to say anything like that again, for sure. Um, and, uh, if I just want to speak to people out there who might be thinking right now, oh, this person is overreacting. They shouldn't have called you out on it. You weren't referring to the gay community. Let me be clear. One, it's okay when certain jokes die. It really is. It is okay when jokes that maybe once upon a time were okay that, you know, probably shouldn't have been, but you know, they are no longer okay. And on top of that, I, Patrick McDonald do not want that to come out of my mouth in a derogatory fashion. You know, I, I it's, it's lazy. It, it's, eh, it just, it's not particularly funny. So, um, I actually did thank the person who brought this up to me, uh, because ultimately can't correct their mistakes unless they're brought to our attention. So once again, anyone who heard that and was offended, I truly do apologize. I, I is a really boneheaded, uh, slip on my part and, uh, I pray it will never happen again. Will Smith is on speed dial, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm about to get slapped. All right. Let's move on to some lighter, to the good news. To the good news. Some lighter stuff. <laughs> the U.S. has officially qualified for the World Cup. Hooray! Yay! All it took was a 2-0 loss at Costa Rica to clinch it, but sure. Kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. All right. Uh, so 
the last three matches of the window or the uh, World Cup qualifying for the U.S. A zero zero draw at Mexico. That probably should have been a two nothing win. Yeah. Five one win versus Panama at home, and a o two loss at Costa Rica, which to me looks like Costa Rica kind of gave up after the second goal to a degree. Yeah. Even though they could have pressed on him, probably could have gotten at least another one or two more goals. Yeah. Uh, so the World Cup draw is tomorrow. Or today, depending on when you're listening to this, the U.S. are drawn into pot number two, along with Mexico, and Canada is in pot number four. Costa Rica will have to see if they uh, win their intercontinental playoff, and then <clears throat> I don't know, maybe they'll be in pot four as well. I don't know yeah. if they made that decision already. Yeah, all the teams that still are at large will be in pot four. Okay, so there you go. Uh, and for anybody who doesn't remember how World Cup draws work, because, you know, we haven't done this in eight years, Ugh. you uh, take a team out of each pot, and there's your group. So, on the bright side, we don't play Mexico in the group stage. Indeed. <laughs> but I don't want to play Canada either. True, we could get Canada. That's that's the downside to it. All right, so general thoughts on the U.S. qualifying for the World Cup. Pat gets to go first, of course. Ah, cool. I'll go first. Um, yeah, it was highly satisfying. It's kind of funny. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm happy Greg Berhalter didn't listen to me about playing a B uh, plus B, you know, type team at uh, in Mexico. I mean, they went for it, and that point proved crucial. It's what essentially made uh, last night's match not quite meaningless, but more or less meaningless. I um, mean, it was highly unlikely we were going to lose six nothing to Costa Rica, as despite it being a house of horrors for the U.S. down there. Um, you know, I, I, again, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm generally pleased with how they played. I mean, I think yesterday it was disappointing. Yes. I mean, I would, I would have liked to have gone out with a bang, uh, exercise those Costa Rica demons, um, you know, get a draw or a win down there, but, um, it is what it is. And I, and I think our, our guys had heavy legs. Uh, I think that was quite clear by the way it looked on the field on uh, last night. Um, not to be surprised how much the starters, uh, the A squad played, uh, these last three matches. Um, but I think there's a lot of positives uh, of what we got. I mean, let's not forget these matches missed. Weston McKinney, Serginho Dest, Brendan Aronson, uh, Matt Turner, who, uh, to go on some of my negatives, I think probably should be our first choice keeper. Um, you know, uh, I, that would probably be my biggest uh, negative uh, point would be that um, I don't think Zach Steffen looked particularly great. I mean, he looked good against Mexico, but the next two games, eh, not great poor against Costa Rica. I think if the U.S. intends to make Zach Steffen their first choice keeper, I think next window he needs to either go on loan somewhere where he's going to play regularly or full-on transfer. I mean, I don't think it's necessary that stays as Manchester City. I mean, Tim Howard was a hell of a, a rock between the sticks for us all those years, and he left Manchester United to go to Everton. So, um, you know, I, I don't think you need to stay as a backup at Man City to be a great keeper or anything like that. So that's my big hope for this uh, offseason. Uh, obviously, strikers, uh, number nines, we definitely want someone to get hot. Uh, I say put somebody in the Dutch league. That always seems to be good for American strikers. Just any of them. Just put one of them in the Dutch league, have them score at a clip. And then I'll be a striker come uh, Qatar. <laughs> and uh, I certainly am hoping that uh, we will get some friendlies 
Um, coming up against some high-quality opponents. I don't think we'll be properly prepared for the World Cup if we just face CONCACAF uh, opponents. Uh, I mean, maybe a couple games against Mexico and Canada wouldn't be so bad, but, uh, you know, other teams wouldn't be so great. So uh, that's my hope there. And I had one other point. The pot. Uh, the pot, yes. <clears throat> Canada got shafted. Give me a break that they are in pot four. I mean, you know, obviously, USA first, glad we're in pot two. But Canada won the group in CONCACAF, and somehow they're in pot four. Somehow they're ranked lower than the U.S. and Canada. Makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. I mean, I guess they did just lose two games in this final leg, but come on. They won the group. Give me a break. I mean, right now, if I'm any team across the world, I do not want to be in the group that has Canada in it because pot four should be technically a gimme game for your, your you know, first two uh, ranked teams, and Canada is going to be no slouch in this World Cup. So, right, so my my thoughts. Uh, great week. Great mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Uh, Could have been better. Christian Pulisic <laughs> scores a, a, a wide-open goal. You know, yeah. just all you had to do was put the ball just a little to the right. <laughs> a little to the right. Jordan uh, Pifak might have been worse. Yeah, that was that was rough, too. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, they lost 2 nothing in Costa Rica on the third game in less than a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to be mad. And, and again, when you, when you pretty much did, you got the draw in Mexico. You yeah. get the big win at home. That is a game they knew they did not have to win. They just did not have to get annihilated. And there's a little chance that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, a great performance, right? I don't think anyone's going to care in the, in the long run that the last qualifying game they lost to Costa Rica. That no. no one's going to care. No. I mean, that the Mexico performance, I thought, was awesome, just getting that draw. Um, yeah. Anyone who traveled to that game had to have been happy getting out there with a point. So super pumped. Uh, we don't have to qualify again until 2028, I believe, which is pretty cool. That's 23rd. Like 23rd. 2028 no, started the qualifying. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, Actually yeah. start playing yeah. quali- qualifying start games, right? 2028. And even and even then, it's going to be much easier to qualify because we'll have more CONCACAF teams in the tournament. Yeah. I hope uh, Belize doesn't go on a Canadian-like rise. <laughs> so, uh, my thoughts, uh, I'm glad we got it over with. Um, the, rank, the rankings for the pots, I think, this is something I think I've talked about before, the CONCACAF kind of gets fucked over in the FIFA rankings mm-hmm. um, because I forget the exact way they do it, but basically there's a coefficient that comes from the confederation your opponent plays in. So when CONCACAF has to play itself and the coefficient sucks, it doesn't matter that Canada, they, they did go undefeated throughout, right? They didn't lose the last game. Okay. I found... They, they came to go undefeated throughout qualifying. This no, no, they lost to Costa Rica and Panama okay. this pre-pass window. Okay. Yeah. But still, to go through and only lose two games out of 14 should be huge. I mean, I'm looking at the rankings right now. They actually fell below Costa Rica. Or they weren't even close enough to fall below them. But, the, I mean... The, the rankings are such bullshit. They fe- they favor. Yeah, they mean nothing. They mean absolutely yeah. nothing. Well, they, they mean they, they mean 
for the pot. They favor Europe and South America. Yeah. They, they they favor they help you out with the pots, but yeah, they. When I say I mean nothing, they, I mean they're they're stupid. How they reach? I'm the sorry, list. I apologize. They're dumb. Yeah, I mean, again, Canada should be the top-ranked team in CONCACAF. I mean, I, I, again, love them, love that we're in pot too. But let's be let's be frank. It's, I mean, you know, come on. They should they should do it sort of the way NCAA does it, where you your top year thing, you qualify, put all the top confederation. So the top ranking, or sorry, the the best UEFA team during qualifying, the best South American team, the best African, the best Oceania, Asia, the best CONCACAF team, they should automatically go in pot one. Because if you if you are the best in your confederation during qualifying, you should deserve a number, in theory, a number one seed, which is what pot one is supposed to be. I mean, if I understand why you use rankings to try to balance it out. But, I mean, it, it sucks. The, the rankings suck. They don't really – and there's no real good way to do it, to compare a team in Europe versus a team in America, but or a CONCACAF, I mean, but still. And I, I think especially with expanding the World Cup field starting the next cycle, maybe that's a good way of doing it, right? I mean, it gives an incentive now for these – for a team in Conca have to try harder, right? Because, well, we're going from three to five or six. I can't remember the number. Mm-hmm. But we're like we're basically doubling the spots, right? So it's almost guaranteed that the U.S. and Mexico are going to make it every year unless something drastic happens and we completely bomb. Yeah. So That's not you, <laughs> Okay, worse than worse than the last cycle. <laughs> but give give the top of the confederation something right aside from just oh maybe you get lucky and your your ranking is good enough i mean mexico what was mexico's high on points with canada no uh canada they, oh they're still below i don't know actually <laughs> oh, but they but mexico came close i think yeah, they, yeah at, at worst they were three points away yet mexico is ranked ninth in the world and canada's 38th i mean where the fuck is the justice in that yeah, it's like, I mean, they're not really looking at recent results. It's like, we're going to look at the past 25 years of a team's history because it's always the same players. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. So, I'm, that's, that's my biggest gripe is just how shit gets seated. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they'll find new ways to fuck it up with an expanded field, so. Well, of course, there's no perfect way, ultimately. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on the U.S. qualifying? Uh, just uh, one thing I kind of forgot to mention is Dave, Sar- Dave Sarakin, who was the interim coach uh, before Greg Berhalter, Berhalter uh, got hired, had a thankless job. I mean, there was no really no hope for him to get promoted, but he is the one who introduced to this team Tyler Adams, Weston McKinney, uh, Timothy Way, uh, Josh Sargent, Serginio Des. I mean, I know Sargent has kind of fallen out, um, but really uh integral in many ways in the the birth of this current team um which interesting fun facts youngest average age for a uh, u.s team to ever qualify uh, apparently youngest average age of teams that have qualified for this current world cup so far um so very interesting fun facts and then my final thought is i think with the level of talent on this team I do think we can make some noise at the World Cup. Uh, I mean, 
I think they're young. I still think they have things to work out. But I mean, Gio Reyna, he, you know, we just saw what he did in cameos this past week. I mean, can't, I can't wait till he's fully healthy and he's a regular starter again because he is truly one of the most talented players in the pool. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to November, and I'm crossing my fingers we get a game on Thanksgiving because that would be badass and perfect. I'm also gonna say this: I don't think there's a mega power this year in the World, the World Cup. I don't think yeah. there's a team that that's just like so far and above. You know, a lot of the going to the World Cup are like, wow, Spain, call mm-hmm. it, boom, Brazil. You just knew. I mean, obviously, I think European teams are always great, but I don't see any of them being, like, so dominating that you couldn't win a game against any of these teams if you play good enough. All right. Should we move on? Let's do it. Yeah, so I'm going on this weekend or what? Yeah, so uh, real quick, prediction standings. Yes, we didn't have a game, but had to clarify. So I forgot to put it in in the show last week. But I was wrong in that Truman did hedge using one forward. However, whenever, uh, however, whenever you view the tape, he hedged on a zero-zero draw. So he only gets one point for uh, the previous game, not three. Well, I didn't hear an apology in there. I like to see apology episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm sorry for writing the wrong thing down and not listening the first time on how you hedged. That previous game. It smells <laughs> like a hedge weekend. <laughs> All right. So the Red Bulls uh, have a game on Saturday, April 7th, or 2nd, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. <clears throat> game will be broadcast on MSG and ESPN+. Plus. Um, did I say who they're playing? Because I honestly don't remember what I just said. Aside from time. But the Red Bulls are playing. I said they're playing, right? I say who their opponent was because for some reason I can't remember saying that. But they're playing New England. Yeah. In New England. There you go. So, yeah, let's get into predictions and I'll be going first. I'm really hoping we buck the trend of losing in New England, but I don't think this is going to happen. Uh, there was an article posted on New York Rebels website that said we were off to. I forget the exact phrasing. Um, I think a bright start is how they phrased it. And wow, bright start. Woo. Yeah, my response on Reddit was, yeah, uh, one goal, none off of missing the penalty kick, and zero wins in two home games means a bright start. Oh. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm going to predict a loss, and I'm hoping I'm, I'm wrong. The only reason I'm predicting loss is because history is against us. Uh, but maybe our away form is going to continue, but I, I, I don't really see it in this one. <clears throat> I'm going to go with a conservative one nothing loss. Uh, New England, they did just come off of their CONCACAF Champions League choke, but they have had a week to kind of lick that wound. I, I just don't see us scoring, and I see us continuing our one goal given up per game average at this point so that's where i'm at one nothing loss there's not a goddamn chance we're winning this game in new england i don't care new england's slow start it's dumbass effing foxborough one what once there and god knows how long uh 
Right now, I'm watching the Devils get absolutely annihilated by the Bruins. So I'm going to say the Red Bulls are going to get annihilated by the Reds. And when I say annihilated, I say a 3-1. Um, it's funny. I do think this is one of those matches where uh, New England is ripe for the taking. I do think they have a slow start. Matt Turner, I believe, is still out. Uh, they certainly seem to be reeling from some of the players they've lost this past offseason. Um so, I mean, if there was a re- and they, uh, based on the early results of it for us this season, we're better at playing in the road than we are at home. So I think there is a chance for us to actually get a good result. But I did say a couple weeks ago that whenever I believe in this team, they lose. So I will once again predict a loss. I believe New York Rebels will be the big Willie slap in the face, big <laughs> Willie style that New England needs to wake up and we will lose two to nothing. So now the question is, does any of us get three points? Because I feel like we're all going to get one. Most likely. I, I think one of us is getting getting all three. All right. We'll see. All right. Uh, New York Red Bulls 2. Eh, we know they still suck. Um, <laughs> Breaking news. They suck. Yeah. I think we talked about the last game that they played on the last episode. Uh, the next one is uh, Saturday at FC Tulsa. So we'll see. I, uh, I, haven't, I haven't been watching New York, New York, New York Rebels too, uh, so I mean I'm not an expert. I just, but I just kind of feel like Rebel wants us to be this fucking um, talent building like uh, organization. So shouldn't they at least be good? Like uh, fucking Rebel out. <laughs> just just wait till we move to MLS Next Pro next year. Oh, what the worst league? Or MLS Pro Next or whatever the. Pro pro X to the extreme. <clears throat> MLS XFL brought to you by The Rock. <clears throat> All right, uh, Gotham FC in the Challenge Cup. They had a good uh, a good week. They had a one one draw at the Washington Spirit, followed up with a one nothing win at Orlando. So currently sitting uh, with four points, uh, number two in their group. And their next match is this Sunday versus the North Carolina Courage at home, 3 p.m., uh, the first of three straight home games in the Challenge Cup. Hopefully they can use that to their advantage and uh, <clears throat> make it on to the knockout round. All right. With that, it's time for the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. Now, I don't have anything in here. Did you guys have anything you want to talk about, dumping ground-wise? Big win, Max Verstappen, getting Red Bull back in track in Formula One. <laughs> I, you know, I was a little, little worried, a little worried, but they, they got back on it, so. Do we need to choose another segment for you called the Red Bull F1 Report? Yeah, but you'd have to do it like every other week, because now they're off this weekend, so. Uh, okay. I uh, don't worry. I will keep so. everyone updated every week after every race. <laughs> don't you worry about that. Uh. Dumping ground, St. Peter's, hell of a run in the tournament. Um, Moon Knight, watched the first episode. Oh, fantastic. No fucking clue what's going on, but I loved it. The so, best part about Moon Knight, it's so insane. Yeah. So uh, that, that I think that's it for me for Dumping Ground, because uh, I'm sure the terrible team of the week is going to cover something else we can cover. It's kind of old news, but, you know. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Um, my, my addition to this TV watching... I was even though I showed it to you guys, the trailer to you guys first, and I was buying on it. Our flag means death. Yeah, good, good show. show. I think I got four episodes in so far. 
Okay, yeah. Worth it. Yeah, I gotta finish that up. Um, I think that's it. I don't have anything else for dumping grounds. Okay. All right, which means it's time for Pat's wow. betting corner. Pat's betting corner. The most well-prepared aspect of every episode. Hey, this is a totally professional show. Remember this. We're very professional True. here. Most professional. Um, yeah, let's see which game I like. Well, we know it's not the Red Bulls. At least there's that. I like none of them. Okay, great. <laughs> hey, hold on. Do you want to bet on who will be the undisputed WWE champion brother at WrestleMania this weekend? Uh, let's see. Is uh, Repo Man still around? Yes, he's, he's actually in the match. All right, everybody. Put your money on Repo Man to win the undisputed WWE championship this weekend at WrestleMania. The only match I want to see is Stone Cold. But hopefully he doesn't hurt himself. Yeah. Because... Yeah, because the retiree uh, matches have worked out so well the last couple of years. Yeah, they go great. Especially for Stone Cold, there's so many problems. Is is uh, is WrestleMania available on Peacock since that's where the, the network moved to? Yes, sir. Okay. Good. So I can easily check out one match then. <clears throat> All right. So it's time for Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. That's terrible. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Staten Island. Uh-oh, New Jersey. What are you going to do, guys? You're going to have to pick a new team to root for. You're actually going to probably have to root for the team that actually represents the country you live in. Isn't that crazy? The country you were born in. What? Right. Bizarre. Wild, because bad news, Italy got knocked out by a country that I think is this big, which is the size of – I just put my fingers together. It's that big. Uh, North Macedonia, that's who they got eliminated by. Fun fact, that... I, think, I think North Macedonia is actual, actual Macedonia, but for some reason they call themselves North Macedonia. Fantastic. Yeah. I love it. You got knocked out by them. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Hilarious. There's so many upset Guidos right now, and that's really why I'm just I'm, – I'm enjoying this. I apologize to all my Italian descent listeners, but just knowing that there's sad, beefed-up Guidos out there in Staten Island, it, it makes my heart just sing. Oh, yeah. I, I have so much joy from the years of, like, certain Italian-Americans who've, like, bragged to me, like, hey, you know, Italy's better than the United States. That's why we move for Italy and all that good stuff. And – while, yes, we missed the last World Cup, and so did you, we at least made this one. So, hey, you were born here. It's not too late. You can come around. You can come back. Buy yourself a red, white, and blue jersey. Finally adopt your, your the country of your birth, and come on. Let's go get the uh, cup in Qatar, huh? Huh? Let's do it. All right. Uh, anything else before we wrap this one up? Yeah, don't don't go to Qatar. Don't go there. Don't go. Watch the games on TV. Absolutely. And then go mixed, next next. Such week. mixed feelings about that. Don't go. Because I largely agree with you, but I also don't want our our players playing in front of no fans. So we'll do a lottery. Some of you have to go. There we go. 
<laughs> I'm okay with that. We're going to force people to go. All right. Uh, you can, let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash One buck a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as monthly wrap-ups, live post games, anything we can do. Speaking of which, uh, tomorrow is April 1st. We should probably talk about a February, March wrap-up at some point. Yeah, we can do that. <coughs> all right. You can email us redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant. On Twitter, at redbullrant. For the show, at Dr. Stooge. For myself, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. I'll be shocked, shocked, and delighted as I go see Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes this Saturday night, and I come home, <laughs> and I get to watch a highly, highly unlikely Red Bulls win. Yeah, uh, Red Bulls shock us all, get a win, but more importantly, everybody never forget, we are going to Qatar. We are going to Qatar. We are going. We are going. We are going to Qatar. At least not. all right for pat Truman, and myself this has been episode 391 of the red bull rant thank you guys for tuning in and as always go red bulls bye bye let's